You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have a transformative week full of planetary transits. We've got a bunch going on. Saturn is making its fourth and final square to Uranus after about 10 months since the last one. But this alignment will show us where we need to release built up tension in our lives. Five and a half months, Pluto will be going direct, which should help us see where we've made the most transformation in our lives over this period. Where have we gotten in touch with our Phoenix energy? And we have a full moon in Aries on the 9th, which should show us the importance of standing up for ourselves. Of course, that'll be on a separate podcast, as I always do. Additionally, the moon will make the majority of the alignments this week, which could cause us to work on our emotions, work on vulnerability, and look at the areas where we might be emotionally stagnant. Looking at the vibes on the ground, the beginning of the week is interesting because we've got an odd mix of mental energy with imagination and confusion and psychic energy. With a mix like this, we might have moments where we're doubting ourselves, we might have moments where our intuition is sharp, or we could have moments where our thoughts are on overdrive. And this is an odd contradictory mix because they're all different energies, the imagination and confusion versus the perception energies, which is your psychic energy and your thinking energy, your cognitive energy. So there could be an interesting mix due to that reason. My best advice is don't make any impulsive decisions, wait until you're clear-minded, Otherwise, it can end up being messy. And with some of the alignments that we have going on at the beginning of the week, it could be problematic. Luckily, that mental energy will clear up by the time we get to the 5th all the way up until the 7th. Mercury is going to be making some nice alignments with Pluto. And so it's going to help in terms of feeling mentally clear and focused. Also, there's a ton of romantic energy in the air as well. So it could be a day or next couple of days where things are very flirty. So romance and communication can be revved up during that time. It could be a time of nice flirty communication. And by the 7th, 8th, and 9th, we have social energy. We have that psychic energy popping back up again, and we have some romantic energy. So even though there's some interesting stuff going on on the weekend, it could be a moment where you're just feeling social. It could be a moment where you're connected to your intuition and you're feeling, you're listening to your gut instincts. And because the romantic energy is so low, it could be a moment of having low-key flirty moments. So yeah, this is an interesting week for sure. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below.
On the third, the moon will be in Capricorn. So this could be a day where we're setting aside our emotions in order to obtain our goals, in order to actually go after our aspirations and whatever we're trying to plan for ourselves. And I say push past our obstacles because there is some funky energy going on. The moon is going to be making transits with Mars, Chiron, and Pluto, and they are complicated alignments. So we might feel edgy. We might have to be mindful of our tempers, and we might have to work on our need to control other people, as well as controlling ourselves and our emotions. Emotions. This is an interesting one because on one hand, the fact that we're able to somewhat control our emotions is great. But on the other hand, it's not for our relationships where we need to be more sensitive and vulnerable. And the thing about this is with the edgy alignments connecting to this moon, the moon in Capricorn has a tendency to be cold and ruthless. So, so combined with some keyed up transits, we could have reactions that may come off cold or mean or just again, ruthless. It's like the opposite of an empathetic reaction to anything or anyone. So if someone's getting under our skin or someone's being too emotional for us to handle, this could be problematic. At least this moon is making harmonious transits to Mercury, Uranus, Neptune, and the lunar nodes, because at least with these energies, it can mitigate certain things. Again, the theme of this energy is pushing through your obstacles so that way you can get to your goals. So even with this edgy energy, we might be able to make sudden changes to things that aren't working, and we might be able to upgrade certain plans that we have and actually use our intuition in moments when we do have clarity to work them to our advantage. On the fourth, Saturn is making its fourth and final square to Uranus. So the Saturn Uranus square has gone on for about a year and a half, a little over a year and a half. The first hit we had was February 17th of 2021, then June 14th of 2021, December 24th, 2021. And now we're getting this final boss battle between Saturn and Uranus. I like to call it final boss battle. I've actually named them round one, two, and three because it is a tense alignment. It's an energy of us versus them. It's an energy of the authority versus the collective. It's a tug of war between keeping the old status quo versus the new and what we need to level up on. So in a way, it can feel like a bit of a battle. It is a very tense energy. It is an energy that takes a while to actually develop. It's an energy that has taken a while for us to even get to this point. At this alignment in 2021, prior to that, this alignment hasn't happened since May of 2000. May 13th to be exact. Prior to that, it happened in 99, but this was also part of a series that was occurring with the one that we had, the last one we had, May 13th of 2000. So it's happened about 21 years ago, about 22 years ago, since we last had this alignment other than 2021. So when an alignment like this hits, it packs more of a punch. It has more of an impact. The more rare an alignment, the more of an impact it has. And because this is the last one we'll have in a long time, it will put the finishing touches into things. I'm not saying that we're going to see stuff right away. This is one of those alignments that is a development alignment. So whatever goes on and whatever occurs around this final pass will ink up the final signature on what the next 22 years is going to look like with this transit, within relation to this transit. Because this is the fourth hit, we've already seen these themes dredge up. But here are some things that can pop up around the collective or some things that you might have been noticing going on the collective that's been more on the forefront than it usually is. Energy like this could be about reforming an old system that's no longer working. You can see an uptick in backlash for those who take advantage of their power or use their clout to their advantage. 
An alignment like this is a tug-of-war alignment, like I mentioned earlier. So there's a fight to keep things the way they were and fighting for the old, fighting for tradition versus fighting for the new and upgraded versions of what we need in society. We have to find fine balance when it comes down to this energy because we can't get rid of what was 100%, but we also can't be so radical that we completely overhaul a system. So there has to be a fine balance with that. And so in this energy, you can definitely see a tug-of-war in that sort of way. I mean, it goes without saying, I'm sure every Everyone observes what's been going on in the world, but everyone's fighting in a polarizing way on whatever side they might be. So it's definitely been getting weird out there. An alignment like this can make it hard to move forward from things or getting ahead in terms of whatever you're trying to make changes to. So on a societal level, we can feel like we're hitting a wall. It can absolutely feel like a deadlock within this energy. One of the things that is promising about this energy is there is a compromise that does generally come from this. It's more or less one of those energies where we have to stay objective and get out of our own way in order to make things happen on a collective level. The last time we had this alignment in the, in 2021, the nodes were different. We were still in the Gemini Sagittarius axis, which allows a little bit of flexibility compared, but now we're in the fixed axis and we're getting a T-square on that Saturn. So it is applying a lot of pressure during this time. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Also, Mars is in pre-shadow retrograde while this is occurring as well. So this could really rev up some of the more harder aspects of this alignment overall. So some of the things that are occurring during this alignment may seem stagnant at first, but there will be some sort of release point. There will be some sort of alleviation at some point, and there will be a breakthrough moment within this. On an individual level, if you're being aspected by this, this could be a period where you've been feeling like things are not changing as fast as you'd like. You're feeling as though you're having to deal with roadblocks, having to contend with people who are trying to make things harder on you. This could be a time where you're looking at how you need to get out of your comfort zone and how rigidity has become a trap. This could be a time of clearing out things that are no longer working for you and clearing your path for something better. This could also be a period of letting go of relationships that have held you back and making room for something better for yourself, something healthier for yourself. Additionally, this could be a period where you're realizing that you've had too much responsibility on you. You've been too dependable when it comes to others. And this may be a time where you're having to break away from that. So this could be about breaking out of commitments that are no longer sustainable. It doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. It could be a job. It could be a hectic situation. It could be a situation with family or just something where you feel as though you've painted yourself into a corner. So this is a hard alignment. This is the final hit. And we already had the other one. So look back on those dates when you get a chance to see what was occurring in your life. Signs that would feel this the most would be Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius, the fixed axis between 8 to 20 degrees of the zodiac placements. So if you have these placements in your chart, you are definitely feeling this. Also, we had that grand cross in the summertime with Saturn, Uranus, the nodes, and those planets that were in Leo. So you guys would have been the ones really feeling this the most. So do your best to bring the things with you that are working. 
trine while also staying open to a brighter future. On the 7th, Mercury is making a trine with Pluto. This is the third hit from the Mercury Retrograde series, but this is the best one because it's the third one. We had our first hit at the pre-shadow on the 22nd of August, then September 27th, and now we're getting this third and final hit from Mercury and Pluto. This is actually an easy alignment, but the third alignment after a retrograde or while we're in the post-shadow are the ones where we have the most clarity. And even though this alignment itself does bring in clarity and focus, this will definitely be one of those moments where you are having an aha moment. So whatever was occurring over the last six weeks, this could be a period where you're finding answers to something that was complex. So you're able to find a solution to something that might have seemed unsolvable, or it might have seemed like you were in the dark about something, or you just weren't able to uncover something research-wise. It doesn't have to be crazy things. It doesn't have to be nasty things. It doesn't have to be like, you know, scandalous things. It could be something that was important that you're trying to understand. It could be for school. It could be for work. It could be for your own personal research or knowledge of something, and you're able to uncover it. This could also be a period of resolution for something that might have been difficult, like a conversation that went the wrong way during a Mercury retrograde. This may be a day where you're able to sit down with the person or just chit-chat, tax with them, and understand where the other person is coming from. Because we're able to understand people better with an alignment like this, we're able to receive people better, we're able to be more receptive and listen while also exchanging with other people in a meaningful way. And if you're working on coping mechanisms or anything to do with past trauma, then this alignment is excellent for that because it helps us work on our inner dialogue in a way that's transformative and healing. So yeah, this transit is deep and cool and hopefully it offers you guys a cathartic release. On the 8th, the sun's going to make an opposition with Chiron. This alignment in itself can be very uncomfortable because it does deal with our confidence. It deals with how we express ourselves and how easily our egos can get deflated. But this is the halfway point for the Chiron retrograde saga. So at least it is halfway done. When we have a sun opposition to an outer planet or Mars, it means that the sun is halfway there in a synodic cycle with that planet or asteroid. So if you're being aspected by Chiron retrograde or feeling these energies, just know that this is 50% complete and we're almost done with this inverse cycle. Even though this alignment can feel kind of like a bummer in terms of our confidence, one of the good things is it gets us taking action on these situations. In other words, if there's been something that's been zapping your self-esteem in some sort of way, if there's been something that's been deflating your ego, you could feel compelled to get things going in your life so you're no longer feeling like this because it is one of those alignments of being sick and tired of being sick and tired. So this could motivate you to make some change so that way you aren't feeling as hard on yourself. So again, even though this has its downside in terms of feeling down, and of course with some of the other alignments it's making, it's making quincunxes to the north node, a semi-sextile to the south node, this could be a day where you're feeling like you need to release a lot of old baggage, and this could be a day where, you know, at the same time you might, you know, feel like you have no direction or paths. So this does motivate you to find some purpose in your life. So that way you can find your place in the sun. The next day on the 8th, Pluto is going out of retrograde. As Pluto is going out of retrograde, it is still connected to that Mercury alignment. And that's a lovely alignment to have tied to this ending to the retrograde because this retrograde, once it comes to a close, if you're being aspected by this or you're noticing stuff on a collective level, it could be a moment of clarity. It could be a moment of focus. And so with this planet going out of retrograde, finally, after five and a half months, we'll be able to review where it is we've created transformation in our lives and where we've gotten in touch with our Phoenix energy. Pluto went into its 
pre-shadow phase on January 6, 2022 and went retrograde on April 29th of 2022. This is one of those retrogrades with a long cycle because Pluto is a slower moving planet. The further the celestial body is out from the sun, the slower its orbit. So Pluto is retrograde about half the time. So yeah, we do see things happen and occur on a collective level with Pluto. At the same time, if you're being aspected, you're going to feel this retrograde more than others. Mainly the cardinal signs would have felt this retrograde the most, especially the ones that are in late degree. So anyone who has placements in Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn between 24 to 29 degrees would have felt this retrograde the most. But during this period, think about what was going on with you since those dates. Have you cleaned out what is no longer working for you? Have you removed yourself from unhealthy environments? Have you realized that it's time to make a clean break from something controlling, whether that's a controlling relationship, whether that's a controlling situation at work, or just overall a place where you're feeling as though you're being dominated? Has this been a time where you've worked on things that you've suppressed? And suppression can be from so many different things, obviously from trauma, obviously from our past. You know, sometimes there are those of us who go through shit and we get up and go after we've gone through shit. Something bad happens, we pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and we keep going. And, you know, while that's a great thing to be resilient like that, a lot of the times it does come back up for review if we've suppressed a lot of that disappointing stuff, that sad stuff, that traumatic stuff. So this could have been a period of working through that. When these things happen, it could be a considerable period for transformation in your lives. With this, we could have been working on our coping mechanisms. We could have been working on where we might have been in denial about a situation and how we can move forward from that. This could have been a period where we worked on our spiritual growth. If it's not spiritually related, it could be channeling our focus into empowering ourselves and empowering the way we think and being stronger and asserting ourselves more. So Pluto retrogrades can be hardcore for these reasons. Pluto has a lot to do with our psychological makeup, so we can feel it on a psychological level. Obviously, these things can physically manifest, especially with Pluto being in Capricorn and Capricorn having to do with reality and physicality, some things can physically manifest. And even if Pluto's in another sign, it can still physically manifest. But there could have been physical manifestations of this. This could have been internal work. This could have been psychological work. This could have been just inner work within yourself. And of course, obviously, if you're dealing with outward things like relationships, be a physical manifestation due to your inner psychology changing and no longer accepting things that are not kosher. So yeah, this can be a tough retrograde to work through some of that stuff. At the same time, when we do work on our Plutonian stuff, we come out the other side stronger. Also, we connect with our Phoenix energy. So we're able to transform. We're able to break down what no longer works and go through a metamorphosis in a lot of ways, transmute a lot of the energy that wasn't working for us and manifest it into something healthier for ourselves so we can step into our personal power and have a brighter future. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later and see you in the next episode.